brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Lost Genre Reddit Stories. For today's video, I've also got two stories for you, and of course, both of them have updates. So let's get started with the first one. This post is from the subreddit Relationship Advice, and it's by user MeepMeepB. My exes, male 31, new girlfriend, female 23, is telling me I am causing problems in their relationship. So, first of all, I feel like this is absolutely insane, and I'm unsure what to do. When I, female 30, was 16, I met my first real boyfriend, Vince, male 31. He was 17 at the time. We were together for one year and then broke up. While Vince and I definitely aren't friends, we're still friendly. The extent of our interaction is a yearly happy birthday and happy new year message, along with some small talk on that occasion. We follow each other on Instagram and sometimes like each other's pictures. This is it, nothing more. Anyway, when I was at a New Year's Eve party a few days ago, I got a message from Vince saying, Hey, Happy New Year! I wish you all the best! To which I replied, Happy 2024! Hope it treats you well! Fast forward to this morning. I got a message on Instagram from a girl I don't know, and this is what it said. Hey OP, I'm not sure you know me, but I'm Vince's girlfriend. We've been together for a while now, and we are very serious about each other. I see that you message him and like his pictures. I would appreciate it if you stop that. We are going to get married and this sort of interaction is not appropriate anymore. I hope you understand that inserting yourself in our relationship causes turmoil and I cannot handle the stress and anxiety of it anymore. So I am kindly asking you to stop. I was floored. I actually just started laughing. Yeah, me too. But I also got angry. She's misinterpreting things in her message. I checked out her profile. She's 23. I was a bit surprised by the age gap, but whatever floats their boat, I guess. She has plenty of pictures of them together, so it's legit. She's his girlfriend. Now, I'm not sure what to do here. I feel like this girl is imagining things. She's claiming that liking some of Vince's pictures and wishing him happy birthday is causing turmoil in their relationship. She says I am inserting myself into their relationship. Vince and I are not close at all. I didn't even know he was in a relationship. I showed this to my fiance and best friend. 
My fiancé advised me to block them both and don't get involved in this drama, which is definitely something I'm not opposed to. But my best friend told me I should maybe just send a screenshot of this to Vince. Maybe he knows about it, so it won't be a surprise to him. But if he doesn't, maybe he'd want to know his girlfriend is reaching out to his ex with some strange demands. So I don't know what to do here. I am absolutely not going to reply to her. But should I let Vince know she messaged me or just let it be? Well, OP, I think before answering that question, you need to answer a different one, which is how much drama do you want to be involved in? I don't know what's up with this girl, but she's clearly looking for some drama and she picked you for that role. We have no idea what kind of dynamic they have in their relationship. It could be a toxic relationship and she's just looking for something to pick a fight about with Vince. Regardless of that, it doesn't matter. In my opinion, the healthiest solution is what your fiancé advised. Just block them both and move on with your life. However, the argument could be made that maybe Vince should know about this before he gets married. Thing is, he probably does already, or if he doesn't, I'm pretty sure that there are other red flags. This can't be the only one. In which case, if you go for something in between what your fiancé and your best friend are saying, then the solution would be send Vince a copy of the message and then block them both. However, you need to know that as soon as Vince does open that message and talks to his girlfriend about it, you're gonna be involved in a lot more drama and then you would be inserting yourself in their relationship. As a side note to this, I don't think you're involving yourself in their relationship, but why do you need Vince in your social media? You clearly stated you guys aren't friends, and apart from liking a rare picture and sending a happy birthday or happy new year message, that's it. Maybe you should do some social media spring cleaning. Like, people aren't Pokemon. It's not like you have to collect all the friends or anything like that. I see this a lot on Facebook. I've got some friends that have like 2,000 friends. Like, really? 2,000 friends? But of course, that's just my personal opinion. Anyways, what do you guys think OP should do in this case? And what do you think about their situation overall? Let me know in the comment section. And now let's move on to the community comments to see what they said. Flomo Joblo says, definitely do not engage with her. Take a screenshot and send it to Vince. Just keep it neutral along the lines of, hey, just wanted to share with you what your girlfriend sent me. I apologize if any interaction has been misconstrued as my inserting myself into your relationship. Best regards, OP. Then let him handle it. If he blocks you, so be it. If he doesn't block you, so be it. Trillium Summer says, I'd screenshot the message and send it to him with a note of something like, so I got sent this message. I know our relationship isn't inappropriate, but I'm also not one to invite drama in my life. If you still want to stay in contact, that's fine with me, but I'm going to leave the ball in your court on that. And I'd send it because I'm still friendly with him and this girl sounds off her rocker. Even if they are engaged, the way she's going about it is unhinged and, well, exactly one of the reasons why it's weird for someone in their 30s to date someone in their early 20s. Rembrandt is my homeboy, says, don't meddle, block them both and go on with your life. There are only two reasons to send him a screenshot. The first is to warn him because he's a good guy, but you don't know how this 31-year-old man is acting with his 23-year-old girlfriend. My guess is he's not perfect. The age gap and her insecurity are both signaling it's that kind of relationship. The second one is, if you're secretly flattered, like drama, and want to stir some crap up by being petty. I don't know if that's you, but it wouldn't be me. I like my peace and respect my current fiancé too much. 
Additional information from Opie's comments. 13. It's been 13 years. That's why I was so shocked. At first I thought it must be some kind of joke. We absolutely are not close at all. So to those of you who say I have a clingy attitude, sorry, I don't think so. Unless wishing someone a happy new year and occasionally liking a picture of their dog is clingy, so be it though. I really don't understand how I am trying to sabotage their relationship. I literally didn't know Vince was in a relationship until this morning, as I stated in my post. Alright, well, the community's trying to tell OP that she should actually send a screenshot, which I think is a huge mistake and I do not agree with those first two commenters. And yeah, I am more in line with the third commenter that said just block everybody and move on with your life. Anyways, OP did give us an update to this story, so let's move on with that to see how this story ends. But before that, if you're enjoying this video so far, don't forget to leave me a like, write a comment if you like, and of course, subscribe if you haven't become a part of our community yet. Now, let's move on with that update. Since many have asked me for an update, here it is. So, I sat on this for a day or so, considering what I should do. There have been many comments pointing out how strange, insane, and bad it is I stayed in contact with the next, saying I must still have a thing for him. I honestly resent the implication. I see Vince much like a childhood friend, but some people were dead set on me being stuck on him. This is not necessarily bad, it just made me see lots of people see it this way, so his girlfriend might as well. So I decided to remove myself from the situation completely. I don't want to be a bad guy and a homewrecker in anyone's story. I blocked her on Instagram and blocked Vince as well. And I also blocked Vince on Facebook, and I thought that was it. A week passed, and I got another message from this girl, this time on Facebook. I didn't block her there because I didn't even know her full name. This message was more hostile, now accusing me of not removing Vince from my LinkedIn connections as well. And she felt that's how I'm still trying to keep track of him. I almost never used LinkedIn, and I completely forgot I even had him on there. I have never spoken to anyone on LinkedIn other than a recruiter. I don't know. This made my anxiety go through the roof. I blocked her on Facebook and removed Vince from my LinkedIn connections. And that is it for now. I just want this to be over and I want her to leave me alone. In my last post, I had people literally call me unhinged and say keeping in contact with Vince is basically inviting drama into my life. Does blocking both of them not indicate that? Or does the fact I forgot to remove him on LinkedIn mean I need Vince in my life so badly? I guess that means I'm inviting additional drama into my life. I hope she doesn't also check his MySpace account. Sarcasm. As I said before, I just want to be left alone. Her last message actually kind of scared me and I don't want to be anywhere near that. This worries me particularly because in her last message when she mentioned LinkedIn, she implied she now knows where I work and where I can be reached. Alright, well OP, this girl is clearly looking for drama and you're caught in the middle of it. I think she must be having some sort of an issue with Vince and you're just some sort of a scapegoat. In any case, now it's time to take more precautions than just blocking her. First of all, grab all the messages she sent and keep them as proof in case you need them for anything. You know, like a restraining order or actually taking them to your job and show them to whoever needs to know that some crazy girl might show up and make a scene out of nothing. 
just so they're aware that it's not you who's trying to cause all this weirdness. Hopefully none of that happens and this is the last you've heard of Drama Mongerer, but with that type of a response, you can never be too sure. Of course, this could open up the debate again whether you should tell Vince or not, and I'm still not sure, but in the case that you do, do it in an unfriendly way, like, Vince, just so you're aware, your girlfriend's been sending me these harassing messages. I don't want this in my life. I've already blocked you and her. If she contacts me again, I'm going to the authorities. Goodbye. But like I said, I'm not sure because this could also invite more drama. So on that note, what do you guys think now about OP's whole situation? Let me know in the comment section. And apart from that, OP here's wishing you a safe and uncrazy future for you and your fiancé. Take care and thank you for sharing. And now let's move on to the next post that, like I said in the beginning, also has an update. This post is from the subreddit Am I the A-Hole and it's by user PickledCarrot19. Am I the a-hole for cancelling my family trip on short notice? I, 32 female, moved away from my home state about 5 years ago. In June, my husband, 33 male, and I welcomed a baby boy. He's the first and only grandchild on my side. My husband and I decided to fly back to my home state and spend Christmas with my family. My parents were excited and assured us they would get the house baby ready. My parents live in a four-bedroom house. My parents have the master and the other three rooms belonged to my sisters and me. Now that my folks are empty nesters, the rooms are unused except for occasional visits. They kept my sister's rooms relatively the same, but they turned my old room into my dad's office. I was a little sad, but it's not my home anymore, and I don't get to dictate how other people utilize their houses. But in my old 11 by 8 foot childhood room, there is now a queen-sized bunk bed, a dresser, a desk, chair, and side table. That alone makes it cramped. On top of that, my dad is very disorganized. There's usually also paperwork on every surface and random crap from the house. It's basically a storage closet with a bed. It's so cluttered that the floor isn't even visible most of the time. Because of this, two weeks ago, I asked if we could not stay in my old room. My parents didn't even entertain it. They said that that's where I've always stayed when I visited, and I've never had an issue with it. I've always had an issue with it, I just never said anything. I explained that there was no room for two adults and a pack and play in there, but my mom just said they would make it work. The next day, my mom sent me a picture of the room with a pack and play in it. The bed took up the last bit of floor space. I showed it to my husband and we agreed that it would not work for us. I let my parents know that we would figure something else out. But after looking into local hotels, we decided to cancel the trip altogether. My parents live in a very touristy place and getting a hotel for a week on short notice was more than we could afford. I broke the news to my parents and they were not happy. They said I was overreacting and the room would be fine. I told them we would miss them, but we couldn't afford the hotel and in order for the room to be usable, the floor would have to be at least a little visible. They asked if that meant we would never be visiting and I said, I don't know if we will never visit, but I do know we will never stay in that room as long as it's in that condition. If it got decluttered or you allowed us to stay in a different room or if we saved up enough for a hotel, then we could visit. Now, my entire family is mad at me. My parents told the extended family we were coming and now they have to tell them we are not. 
They're also said they won't get to see their grandson like they planned. My sisters are also calling me entitled for being picky about a free place to stay and expecting one of them to take the crappy room. Am I the a-hole? No, Opi, of course you're not the a-hole. You get to decide whether you go or not. And based on the description that you sent, yeah, two adults and a baby, that would absolutely suck. And I actually think it's funny that your sisters are calling you out being entitled and picky, but they don't want to stay in the crappy room. No, I don't think you're entitled for not wanting to stay there at all. And if you can't afford a hotel, well, then you're just living in reality and that's it. And I absolutely agree. The minimum that your parents could do is actually make it hospitable for the grandchild that they so want to see. So yeah, not the a-hole. And what do you guys think? What is your judgment? Let me know in the comment section and now let's move on to the community comments to see what they said. From Psychology2243 says, Not the a-hole. If your sisters acknowledge that it's a crappy room, then they should understand it's crappier for three people rather than one. You offered two easy alternatives. Different room, decluttered room. And the response was essentially, no, too bad. I wouldn't stay in that case either, as disappointing as it is to miss out on family gatherings. Falling into polka dots says, not the a-hole. Them not making a sincere effort to declutter your room so it can accommodate two adults and an infant, or either of your sisters sucking it up and taking the crappy room, shows that they clearly aren't that excited to see their grandchild and host your small family. It really wasn't a huge ask of you, and I think you have a right to be hurt they couldn't at least clean up a little or offered up a different room. And excellent count 4009 says, not the a-hole. Let them be mad. You are not there anyway, and you do not have to answer every text or call. You handled that situation well. And tell them, they are welcome to visit you. You have a storage closet they can share too. Okay, well the community deemed OP to not be the a-hole, and I guess we're all in agreement regarding the sisters and the crappy room thing. Anyways, let's move on to the update to see how the story ends. Before I start, I want to say thank you for all the advice from my previous post. I decided to take Reddit's advice and talk to them one more time about the situation. I called my parents and let them know that we love them and we really want to be there for Christmas. Being so far from my family during my entire pregnancy was really difficult and I had been looking forward to this trip for a long time. I explained again that I know it's not my room anymore, but if they want us to travel cross-country with an infant to visit, then they need to make at least a small attempt to make the home baby friendly. Our baby can't crawl yet, so they wouldn't even need to baby-proof it. All we asked for was a reasonable space for the baby and us to sleep in. They cut in saying that they had a room for us, but we decided it was not good enough. I asked them if they would feel comfortable with me sending pictures of the room to our extended family as an explanation for our absence. They said no because it's inappropriate to wear out our business. Right, it's not because you know you'd get called out. We ended the call by saying all we need is for them to clear out some floor space to make the room more livable. The next day I got a picture of the room from my mom. They tidied it up. It was still a bit cramped but it was usable. From the room, they removed an old TV, a swamp cooler, a big stack of paperwork from the floor, a broken printer, a broken clock, 
a stack of clothes, the desk chair, extra blankets and pillows that don't fit in the linen closet, the broken bunk bed ladder, and a large broken picture frame. All of these things were previously either on the top bed bunk or on the floor. With all this junk removed, it was actually possible to walk into the room. I thanked my mom and told her that since we had not officially cancelled our flights, we would still love to attend Christmas. My parents are not used to being called out, so whenever it does happen, usually by me, they get defensive, but then they later change their attitude and act better. The lack of an apology didn't really bother me since they adjusted their behavior. They never addressed the room situation, but they cleaned it up and went above and beyond during our visit to make us feel welcome. I guess they just needed time to think about it. The trip itself was great. The closet and dresser drawers were still cramped with junk, but that didn't matter since we were just living out of our suitcases during our trip. My extended family got to meet my son. There hasn't been a baby on my side of the family for 20 years, so my son got lots of love and attention. He also had the chance to play in the sand and put his toes in the water of the beaches I grew up in. Well, Opie, I guess some sort of a compromise was reached and you guys were able to stay in that room after your parents cleaned it up a little bit. What I don't understand is why keep all that broken junk in a house? You don't need it. Unless it's in the fix-it pile that will never get fixed. Just throw it out if it's junk. Maybe they need to watch Marie Kondo. I don't know. In any case, it's awesome that you had a lovely Christmas, Opie, and here's wishing you the best to you and your family. Take care. And that's it for today's video. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch it. Now, if you've gotten to this point in the video, I assume that you like these stories that I'm reading out. So here are a couple more that you might enjoy. And if you don't have any time to watch another story right now, save it for later. And also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button.